0: We used to believe that once our brains were fully developed, they were unable to change. Science is telling us that belief couldn't be further from the truth. Can technology enhance our brain's plasticity? Let's find out! Dr. Patrick Porter is a researcher, educator, author, and creator of technologies aimed at improving brain function. Over the last three decades, he has been on the cutting edge of brainwave entrainment technology. BrainTap is his latest creation, and it helps people achieve brain fitness, overcome stress, manage pain, enjoy superb sleep, and improve their lifestyle. I am so excited to welcome Dr. Patrick Porter to our podcast. He is one of my heroes.
1: Hello. Good to be here. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Let's start with the basics. What is neuroplasticity?
1: It's, it's the brain's capacity to do work. They call it neuroplasticity because they now know the brain is more plastic than it is solid. And it's in the form of energy or ATP that can be measured. So the more ATP or the more energy in the brain, the more neuroplasticity we have, the more capability we have to process information.
0: And how did you become interested in this field?
1: Well, it all started with my father, who was a chronic alcoholic. He got help from some of the church members came over and said, Michael, we're going to teach you how to relax. And that started my journey. And my father became a, a Silva instructor, which is a he would teach on the weekends how to relax and basically take back control of your life. So I grew up at seminars uh, helping my father and then kind of evolved. I went to school for electronics and then into psychology. And I got to marry those two by creating what I have now, the brain tap system.
0: That's amazing. What is brain entrainment specifically?
1: Well, give you an example. When we listen to music, we know that we relax, and and they call this the Mozart effect. Our certain music actually can cause our hemispheres to balance and start working together uh, in a more appropriate way and actually make us smarter. But what we've shown with music is once the music is off, the brain actually goes back to its original state. What we do is we add an algorithm in there. So we're entraining the brain to change its form and function, which means we're gonna change the way it functions in a learning environment by increasing the amount of uh, beta alpha signal so that they can have more focus and more concentration. And then once they're done with the training of any kind, you can do this through binaural beats, isochronic tones, through frequencies, through light. There's a lot of ways to do this, this entrainment, but once you're done, you should be able to measure it up to 72 hours afterwards and see an effect on the brain using QEG or heart rate variability.
0: Can you explain a bit of the brain tap technology for our listeners? I know you mentioned the binaural beats, and I I know the technology also uses the lights in the eyes and in the ears.
1: So what we've done is I've, I've taken ancient traditions and created this modern piece of technology. I'm just going to give an example. We use light in the eyes because the eyes control 30% of what we're hearing. That kind of blows some people away because the, when we close our eyes, our brain prepares for sleep. That's just a conditioned response. So we, in order to get more of the brain to function and to train the brain, we're going to emit light pulses Your eyes are closed but it's going to work with cranial nerve too and it's going to work the same way as a binaural beat and how that works if i take a binaural beat and i want to get an alpha alpha signal out of the brain then i'm going to put in a 300 hertz frequency in one ear and a 310 hertz frequency in the other the brain is actually going to only hear the 10 hertz frequency they call it a phantom sound but our brain does this all the time and what we found out in the 80s when i was with light and sound research was This doesn't only happen with our ears, it also happens with our eyes. So we've matched these two to create a superior experience of training the brain into what we call a synchronized brainwave or a symphony of brainwaves, because all five brainwaves that are the primary brainwaves, we need them all for different functions. So there's not a villain brainwave, there's just a brainwave that if they they get out of balance, for instance, uh, if you have too much beta, you might have anxiety, stress, and can't sleep. If you have too much alpha, you'd be a couch potato or a surfer, you know, either one, <laughs> and you're not going to want to move and do things. So brainwaves <laughs> are really important. So in the training of it, you've, you pick out the brainwave that you want to train. For instance, in the morning, we have sessions where we train the brain to wake up. We call these digital coffee because they're going to excite the brain with more alpha activity and motivate the person to take action. In the middle of the day, when, when our temperature literally drops two degrees, that because these bodies are designed for the Serengeti, it's time to go to sleep and take a nap, but we don't. But what we do with brain tap is in, in a 20-minute time period, we can do a what we call a deep cycle reboot, a theta training, which is the threshold of sleep that very rarely do people get to, but we can train the brain to incorporate more theta, which is going to help people to have more lucid dreaming, to visualize better, to be more relaxed. And then at night, we can entrain the brain to go to sleep because if the brain doesn't sleep well, then basically we don't function well the next day. So we need to get the deepest level of sleep possible also because deep level four sleep actually what's, is what detoxes the brain. Um, there's something called the glial system. And if we don't activate that, we don't detox. And that's really important, especially if you're going through a treatment like trying to get rid of Lyme and things like that. You, we need to detox that brain so it can function at higher levels of efficiency.
0: Oh, I love that you brought it up. I'm going to come back to that later in the interview. I did hear you say before how the brain matches the environment, and I was sort of thinking about things like cuddling my dog and sitting next to a waterfall, watching a bonfire. So I'm I'm imagining some of these brainwave frequencies um, help you get to that sort of a space too. Is that right?
1: Yeah, we did a we did a study in Kansas City with uh, bomb dogs. Oh. I don't know if people realize this, but usually they have a life expectancy of only three years, which is pretty sad. But what we wanted to show them is when the handler would relax using brain tap, the dogs would relax. Hmm. Your pets actually have a symbiotic relationship with you. And so the same way that you have with your pets. So that's why they have a lot of healing with with horses and dogs and cats and all these kind of things because our our brain there's something called the frequency following response and actually every cell does this but we're talking primarily about the brain now so like when you're next to that fire and it's it's burning that fire is crackling at 10 hertz frequency that happens to be alpha so your brain is going to immediately begin to create acetylcholine which is one of the neurotransmitters that's there when you're falling in love so when people say I love uh, a fire well, that's because you're creating the chemical <laughs> corresponding relationship within your body. And the same thing is true with those waves on the ocean or being near a big body of water like a lake or a moving body of water like a river or a creek or a waterfall. These are all things that trigger our own neurochemistry that cause us to feel good.
0: Oh, I love it. And then how do you incorporate breathwork into the brain tap technology? Because I did get my digital coffee this morning, so I am aware of some of the the techniques that you use. <laughs>
1: Yeah yeah part of it is most people it's kind of hard to believe but they don't know how to breathe especially if they're in pain and discomfort they don't breathe because what we we're to, we tend to do is we tend to hold our breath because maybe that the in breath will cause more pain because we're triggering the sympathetic system. And when we breathe out, we're turning on the parasympathetic system. So it's really important that we do these conscious breath work. And uh, in the inside of brain tap itself, I'm guiding you through that. I'll say, hey, take a deep breath in, let it out slowly to the metal count of three, or I might say, breathe into the metal kind of four, breathe out to the metal kind of eight. I'm gonna guide you through some breathing exercises. We also have Pavel, who's one of our people. If you put in Pavel or breath work, we have over 40 sessions And he's a world famous guy that we started doing some things because breathwork is so important to brain function and to health of the body. When we look at people like um, there are people that can be injected with poisons and they breathe, breathe it out like Wim Hof, you know, certain people like that 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 are documented that they can through just breathwork alone can get their body to move into these super states of healing and vitality.
0: I first came across the Brain Tap Technology at the ILADS conference in Boston in 2019, the International Lyme and Associated Diseases Society. I'm wondering if you've had feedback from doctors about the benefits for Lyme patients.
1: Oh yeah, we have we have quite a few doctors that have we have a whole series online uh, that one of our natural medicine practitioners had created. And we make that available to all the doctors. But what's nice about in the creativity of the medical community is that they're choosing the things that their patients need. And every everything that happens to us, whether we it's an accident, or a trauma, or a toxin, or a thought, all these things have an emotional component. So regardless of what you're doing physiologically for them or what pills they're taking, what exercises they're doing, there needs to be some kind of brain fitness involved to engage the, the body in a healing cycle. Also, so when the body gets into that healing place, that's where that neuroplasticity comes in. So it can keep reproducing the healthy. Um, we, know, we know now in science that it's not only an electrical system in our body, that we have a biophotaic system. And every 40 seconds, our genetics will upgrade or downgrade. That's every every pair of genetic pa- pathways that we have changes with light. It does it through the uh, dura in and uh, through the mitochondria itself. It's going to broadcast this information through the body. So if you want to show up as your best self, we want to eliminate stress from the equation. Stress turns on its own set of epigenetic markers that aren't healthy. So we want to make sure that we're in an open-minded, positive outlook on life and, and looking forward to healing and health and setting those expectations so the body's innate intelligence can go to work doing what it does best which is to heal us.
0: That's incredible. We will make sure we share that resource in our podcast notes for our listeners as well. Do you have advice for people who are experiencing light sensitivity or seizures?
1: Yeah, I would not use the headset, Uh, the visor lights, the rest of your family could use them, but you would want to lift them up. We've never had a seizure, but you know, because it is flashing light, there's a small subset. About 10% of all epileptics will have photoic expressions. Some people just can't handle light, uh, the light intensity. We do use 470 nanometer light, which is a very low level light, very low penetration. It doesn't even penetrate the eyelid. So we've never triggered a seizure. So there's no, no problem with that. But the um, it's just something that our insurance company of course wants us to tell people, but we have doctors that have tried to trigger seizures and hasn't happened, but we, what we want to make sure of is you can still get the same kind of results. It just takes a little bit longer. If you use sound alone, we did a, we did a study in Australia, just finished up. We we, did, we actually presented it to the National Institute of Health where we showed in uh, six weeks with just using the app, we got a 70% improvement of uh, sleep scores with coal miners who never see the light of day. And then, but if they used our headset, they got that same result in three weeks. Uh-huh. So that's kind of what you're looking at. It's just a little bit, it's a little bit faster if you use the full uh, light, sound and vibration system, but you can do it with just the app alone.
0: Oh, that's incredible. And then I remember hearing something about, because there's the lights that go into the uh, the earphones, and is that something about because there's so many capillaries in our ears? Is, is that right?
1: Yes, that's part of it. There's Your blood, when it flows through the ears, slows down. So what usually takes about 45 seconds for the blood to circulate through the body, it can take up to four minutes or more through the ears. So it's a great place for us to present light and the light in the ears when people look at it, they might go, that's pretty weird, but we're flashing that light in the different, every two minutes it changes to a new nosier frequency that actually is speaking to the nervous system, not, not the way we consciously listen, but it's speaking to it and turning off the sympathetic overload and turning on parasympathetic system. We developed it first for autistic children who couldn't understand the way you and I are talking right now. Mm-hmm. But we wanted them to relax, so we we created a frequency program that did it. We said, "Well, it's working so good for them, let's use it for all these stressed out executives and people we work with." <laughs> so, so we put it into the headset.
0: Oh, I love it. That's amazing. Now you did mention astrocytes earlier, and I'm super fascinated with them. When I was doing research for this interview, uh, I listened to a great Radio Lab podcast about. Dr. Li Wei-Tzu, and her research to bring gamma back. And her research was showing that astrocytes in the brains of mice responded extremely well to gamma waves and actually improved brain function by about 50%. Have you seen results with gamma waves in c- cognition?
1: Yes, a lot. In fact, I've met with her. We, we had two meetings with her already, oh. and we showed, and uh, her, her research shows that they get between 6 and 8% improvement of gamma. One brain tap session averages 21% improvement of gamma. So we, we uh, and even if you're not using gamma, what happens is there's two times when you cross a barrier of 10 cycles and 7.8 hertz, you get what we call gamma burst. Your brain actually will start regulating back. And that's, think of gamma like the bass drum. Uh, it keeps the band all in tune. Okay. And so that's the same with our brain. We need that gamma frequency. And unfortunately, as we get better looking and more intelligent with age, <laughs> uh, we get placking. That's the amyloid plaque she's talking about in, in breaking that down. And so kind of think of the old commercial when the guy was singing, break a glass. Well, that's what frequency does. So when we're we're pulsing the frequency at 40 hertz or higher, that's breaking down that amyloid plaque. And that's what she's showing. And then what happens is the brain then, uh, we now know gamma has to do a lot with um, creativity, problem solving, also healing. Uh, It's kind of like a higher level theta. Some people call it the zone. Some athletes have been... Uh, tracked it being at high levels of gamma while they're playing their sport, while they're having their peak performance moments. So it's we don't know a lot about gamma yet, but we have uh, over forty sessions in the brain tap that are gamma training. So mm-hmm. we we put them in there after meeting with Lu Tai and and just kind of going over things.
0: Oh, that's great! Now, is there any research right now that you're really excited about?
1: We just wrapped up research that I'm super excited about from Brazil. Uh, we had the pharmaceutical college. In in Brazil, actually take up because we change so many neurotransmitters. We upregulate fifty four different neurotransmitters and downregulate stress hormones. That the the head of the pharmaceutical college said we want to do a study on this. He got a grant from the Brazilian government for quarter million dollars, and it's just finishing up. They did three different uh, research projects on pain because they wanted to they wanted to use brain tap instead of opioids. And in all three studies, brain tap beat opioids as far as reducing pain and and client compliance and function. So we're just putting that together. We're going to be publishing those papers. But they did three studies, which I thought was interesting, because in the pharmaceutical world, they're hoping that one of them turns out good. All three of ours turned out to be in the favor of brain tap by a, a significant number. And we we did those studies with only the app. So because they were bigger studies and we didn't have headsets that we wanted to just give out to, you know, a couple thousand people, uh, we just used the app alone. So that proves that just using the app can really significantly improve uh, brain function and reduce pain. Uh, If if people are wondering just for, I'll just say, you only only process pain or know that you're having it when you're in the high state of beta. So if we can lower that beta brainwave, we can reduce and even eliminate uh, pain at times from people. And our, our study showed it, it works. You know, you can be pain free for uh, about 90% of the people can be pain free for 24 hours if they just did one recap session a day.
0: Wow. And people can just find that on the app.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. We have a pain free lifestyle series. Yeah.
0: That's wonderful. Well, um, we'll definitely be following your research with uh, with that in Brazil. That sounds absolutely extraordinary and great to hear that uh, that you're making such a big difference.
1: Well, Yeah, we're excited. I mean, I just had a, a published paper on breath work that published with PubMed just uh, uh, two days ago as well. So we're, we're trying to prove out that you can do these things on your own, but they just take a lot of effort. You know, most people aren't going to do all the breath exercises they need to do so they can use <laughs> the app or they can use the headset.
0: But I think eventually your body craves more of that, too, doesn't it?
1: Yes. Yeah. Well, it's just like exercise. Once you get in the routine of exercise, your body will actually feel worse if you don't exercise and you're missing that um, really the not only the dopamine hit, but, you know, just the endorphin release of being there working out your brain and body.
0: And then are there other ways people can use that technology? I know you did mention pain and stress. I just was wondering if you might highlight a little bit more how that works.
1: Yeah, we have 43 different ways that our clinics are using it around, around the world. Though some of the major ones are um, like for sleep disorders. We have a better sleep program we have a mind over menopause program we have a stress free childbirth just get, wow. we have a football program we have a tennis program <laughs> we have a lot with sports because we deal a lot with uh, professional athletes we have you know so we have the different sports in the program as well golf for in the, those you know just get, our golf program we actually presented that study also to uh, NIH because we have the uh, Seminole College who we work with three-time national champions now. And what we showed was that while they're using the brain tap for sports, they were the number one uh, GPA in the school uh, of any sports team. So we helped them with their grades. And we have a lot of different studies on improving grades and things of that nature that we work because it's a, my first book was called Awaken the Genius. It's all about awakening the brain. And I think everybody has genius potential it just has to be activated.
0: Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for your time. It is such an inspiration to actually get the chance to speak with you. And we will be following your work and love to have you back again to speak to us more about breath work and the research in Brazil.
1: <laughs> sure, we'd love to. Just let us know. We'll be there.
0: What an incredible interview. That was fascinating to learn about how binaural beats create a phantom sound in our brains and how breathwork can put us in a state of healing. Thank you for listening and stay safe in the outdoors.